You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads agency. I love frameworks. I love frameworks because they help me think. I want to share a framework with you that I call the Google Ads Flywheel. This is not mine, obviously. Well, the flywheel is not mine. The Google Ads Flywheel is mine. But the idea behind this is just to give us a framework to know where you are in terms of stages as you're managing Google Ads. And frameworks, by the way, are so, so important because what they allow you to do is give yourself permission to insert thing you need permission for here. For example, the first phase of the Google Ads flywheel is to assume, well, instantly knowing that we're in that phase and, you know, let's say that we have standard operating procedures and documentation and it actually says at the top, and I like to do this with frameworks, by the way, it would say stage, assume. Now, instead of needing to know, you get to say, hey, we're coming in with some assumptions. Make them good assumptions. You know, let's be educated, intelligent. Uh, let's do our research. But we're going to assume or we're going to test or we're going to observe. Hey, it's okay to wait. It's okay that change history isn't going crazy. It's okay that we're not doing the thing. So anyway, that's why I like frameworks. I'll go piece by piece with you and we'll talk about the frameworks. The assumption piece, I think, is maybe the most important. And you'll notice that I say here, the greener you are, the more guessing that's involved. And that doesn't mean the greener you are from an entrepreneurial perspective. That just means the greener you are to whatever it is that you're trying to prove concept in right now today. So you could be 30 year tenured veteran, both in business and in your industry and in your product, but you're about to roll out to a new audience or a new line or a new ascension or a new offer or a new whatever. Well, maybe that makes you green. Maybe that makes you super green to steal from Chris Tucker in The Fifth Element, one of the best movies ever. And when you're in the assumed phase, that's okay. It's okay, right? So again, that's why I like the frameworks. I like the frameworks because it, and if you're an agency, by the way, or a freelancer, when you go to somebody with an answer with the framework, it makes all of, it makes everything that you explain feel real. Because if you're building a Google ad campaign and somebody goes, well, wait a minute, how do you know this is, ad copy is gonna perform? Or how do you know that we're supposed to, and you go, oh no, we're making some educated assumptions. Now it's like, wait a minute, like you're just gonna guess? Whereas if you come to them with the framework and say, hey, we're in the assume phase. And in the assume phase, now it feels scientific, right? You're like, oh, this is so official. You have a graphic and everything? So assume. The other thing that I'd like to say is don't let yourself get stuck in analysis paralysis. Like just go, ready, fire aim in so many instances. And I know that's I know that's upsetting for so many of you to hear, but gosh, I got to tell you, cultivating that skill set is one of the most important I think any entrepreneur can have, especially early stage entrepreneurs. Test. Second piece of the framework is test. Now, here's what's really interesting about assumptions. We give birth to assumptions the way we give birth to children in that we fall in love with them. We love them and we will protect them and we will die for them. And so you're going to make some assumptions. And then, because you're a human being, you're going to set out to prove that your assumptions are right. And this is called cognitive dissonance. And it's catastrophically flawed. And it's what led to like the extinction of certain species and the dismantling of entire empires. Make your assumptions and then cultivate the discipline to think like an, like an actual scientist. I should stop using it as a compliment because I even think the scientists now are so partial. Don't set out to prove your assumptions. Set out to find the truth, seek the truth. And that's what's cool about the testing phase is you actually say, hey, we've moved out of the assumption phase. So we need to abandon, abandon any attachment we have to any of these assumptions. We're testing our assumptions now. Let's test our assumptions. 90% of all online ads fail. Quote from Ryan Dice. 90% of your assumptions are going to be wrong. Move forward. Move on. Step number three in the Google Ads flywheel. Observe. Nobody gives their ads enough time. 
you know, performance max needs to be left alone for six weeks unencumbered and then an additional timeline equal to your, the purchase cycle. So you take six weeks plus your purchase cycle and you're like, wait, I'm just supposed to watch these ads for a month and a half or two. And the answer is, yeah, sometimes, sometimes you just have to sit and watch. And that's weird too. When you're paying an agency, it's like, so wait, I'm going to sit and pay you to watch. You are, you know, it's like a security guard. It's like, well, I don't want to pay you until somebody breaks in. The observe phase is here to give you permission to stop. And you know, I actually just got an email from a client today who recommended that I shoot a video on the feast or famine nature of e-com, why we have like weird bursts of purchases and then lulls. And it's such a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant topic. I asked him if he would do it with me. But the thing that he said in the email that I really thought was, was brilliant that he identified was every time you move from feast to famine, you instantly go into reaction mode. And it's like, oh, I need to fix this. I need to do something, change something, create something, add something, take something away. And if you're in the observation phase, you've allowed yourself permission not to do that. You're protecting yourself from yourself. We're in observation. We need to wait. And we're predefining the amount of time that we're going to wait ahead of time. I do this with auctions. I just bought a car at auction. And I wrote down, I got my little sticky pad here. And I wrote down on my sticky pad exactly how much I was willing to pay for that car before the auction started. And I did that because I knew that if I got like all hyped up emotionally, that either I was going to go way over what I wanted to go, or I was going to get discouraged because the auctions, auctions are incremental. I was going to get discouraged at how aggressive everybody else was being, and I was just going to bow out. And so I wrote down my number, and I got the car for $146 above my number. So I went a little bit over, but not too, too much. Do the same thing with time. Be like, I'm going to watch this for six weeks. I'm going to spend 10 grand. Whatever it is, ahead of time, just know... I'm spending this time and this money to test, not to see a specific tangible result. The observation, honestly, is one of the most important parts of the flywheel, obviously. Quick notes about the observation window. There's a statistician's model. It's what's known as the statistician's model, which is the base 100 model. And it says that until you have 100 of anything, you really don't have a full sample size. So like 100 clicks will tell you, roughly speaking, what your click-through, or excuse me, 100 impressions will tell you what your click-through rate is, right? And 100 clicks will tell you, roughly speaking, what your time on site is. Now, you might not have the budget or the time to get to 100, insert whatever metric we're looking at here. And so you can extrapolate from whatever it is that you're getting. If you're getting 25 impressions, you multiply it by four. But just knowing the observation window, the statistician's model, gives you a sense as to how big your observation window should be. And then last, of course, is optimize. Now, here's what's really funny is before I presented this flywheel, you might think like, oh, okay, optimize, great. Thanks so much, Kasim. I really appreciate it. Well, no, this is the only thing on your flywheel. This was the only step on anybody's flywheel. People's flywheel before my flywheel, it's just four stages and it says optimize, 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 optimize. And then when you, after you optimize, you optimize before you optimize until you're ready to optimize. That's all people do. So the flywheel, the framework, I know it seems massively simplistic. Well, it is. That's what frameworks are meant to be. They're meant to simplify the problem. You can sign up for our weekly newsletter, soleil.com forward slash newsletter. I'm creating a ton of content, by the way. I'm on Instagram at Qasem Aslam. I'm on Twitter at Qasem Aslam. I'm on LinkedIn at Qasem Aslam. The only place I'm not on is TikTok. Ticket at talk because it scares me. But I'm everywhere else. So like, comment, subscribe, follow, chase, stock. Don't stock. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions8 at sol8.com.
Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan. A bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to Solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.